There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 90 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing Episode 7 of Season 3 of Dark Matter. Woohoo! Boy, does this get trippier and trippier by the episode. Right? <laughs> At least it's not quite as confusing as when we had the alternate group, because it's like, okay, wait, foe three, foe four, hold Oops. on. Yeah. I get confused enough with the names, so, and the numbers, so go with the foe ones, it was horrible. Alright. <laughs> so, ratings! Woo! Alright, episode 7 had a 0.15 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.568 million viewers, bringing it up to 38th in cable shows for the evening, so its numbers are starting to rise again as well. Awesome. Unfortunately, we don't have any live plus seven days for episode 5 yet. I'm not sure if the guy that Reports it went on vacation or what? <laughs> I'll get them when they uh, show up. I wondered what that... I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Steve writes a little synopsis that keep us on track so we don't chase the squirrels. And That's I was like, much. wait a minute. What? What is that? Why does it have a whole bunch of X's? I don't understand. I was like, what? It's triple X? I didn't think it was that kind of... I didn't think we were going to have that kind of episode. All right. Let's talk about episode seven, shall we? Do it. Wish I could believe you. Okay, does that not say it all? Six awakens to find himself rescued by the Raza from the attack on his colony. The crew pressures him to reveal the location of a secret meeting of the leaders of the rebel planet. He is also troubled by reoccurring visions of memories from his previous life, learning that he had a wife and a child. He eventually realizes that his experiences on the Raza are a simulation controlled by Ferris Corp scientists. Dun dun dun. Attempting to extract the meeting location from him, he awakens from the simulation, overpowers them, and forces one of them into the simulation in his place, so he can contact the real Raza for a rescue. Once back on board the Raza, he proposes taking a more active role against Ferris Court. Meanwhile, Sarah yearns for more social interaction that has been available to her as an uploaded mind in a computer. That just sounds like things will be creepy with her. And this was all about six, and it was crazy. Yes, it was. That's, uh, yeah. So, basically, it was all six. So, where we start? I don't know. Well, we we get an, an unusual first-person per- perspective showing events from six point of view as he's discovered all the corpses of the colonists, which yeah. was, That's and he just barely weird. gets a glimpse of two and the android, or he passes out that was really weird because anytime you have first person view if it's not like in a video game it's right. really weird like yes. that 
Although the one that I really like is, and I know there's going to be somebody groaning, in the movie Doom, when it's Carl Urban doing it, because it's like you're in the video game. So I felt like that was a little more, like, easier to deal with, because it was, you know, supposed to be the take on the game. Where right. this is like, he's looking around, and it's always weird. I don't know. Maybe if he had a big giant gun in front of him, I'd been like, video game, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm weird like that. What do you want? All right, so Six wakes up on the Raza and is told that everyone on the planet is dead. Now, he's concerned about the meeting of the independent leaders and wants to get a message to them. But he doesn't want to tell anybody the information. Right, where the coordinates of the meeting is. You don't blame him. No, you don't. You don't want that information getting out, just in case. Now, I'm glad you put this, because Six is flashing back, like we said, up to his wife, who I kept looking at her. I'm like, I know that face. I know that face. <laughs> oh, somebody else from sci-fi. Miss Janelle Williams from Warehouse 13, who played Lena. Yes. It's like I could not nail it down. I'm going, I know her. Who is she? And, of course, it never pops up right away. So right. I had to, like, look later, but it's awesome. Another sci-fi person. Yes. Very good to see Janelle on a, another show. That's for sure. Yes. I miss Warehouse 13. But anyway. And then he <laughs> finds out he's going to be a father. But, you know, he keeps kind of coming back to the Raza, and he's like, okay, these, the neurotoxin is causing the flashbacks. But I'm like, oh, he's remembering. That's what I was excited about. Right. But, of course, Five sure wasn't because she tells him, oh, you're going to turn out to be like Rio. And I don't want that. I was kind of mad at that point because I'm like, why would you say that to him when he's remembering he has a wife and kid? Right. It's like, that's that's something that's good. It's not just like, oh, so-and-so usurped my power. I was not happy with the way that it had Five play right now. But, of course, you know, this is a sim. Right. And... I have to ask, you think that was more his subconscious saying that to him, or was it one of the scientists actually putting that in his head? I really think it was him, because as we go through the episode, I believe that the little things that started showing up to convince him that this wasn't real was more inside his head than mistakes made by the scientists. Now. When he starts trying to read stuff and it it's not readable, that, I believe, was an error by the scientists. Mm. But I think the, the way Five acted, the way Three acted, Two and the Android were both pushier than all get out, trying to basically demand that he give them the, right. the, the coordinates. coordinates. And then Three saying, well, we got to save the people. <laughs> Since when? Right, right, mister. All right, let's call it a day. We can let them burn. Right, to hell with them. I'm saving my own backside. But especially at that point when, you know, he's like, something's not right. Here, what does this bottle say? You know, and, and three at that point is like, it's all right, man. We'll get through this. It's like, what? Right. No, I'm sorry. Even though I loved his flashback, you are not the supportive one. Or not his flashback, I should say his time loop right even though you were fun singing in french you are not the kind of guy who's going to be like i'm there for you man we'll get through this together right yeah that yeah. is so unlike three yeah no and then when we have six in his flashbacks and you see anders and this is heartbreaking because i want to know if this was true anders tells him 
you need to quit the job so you can save your marriage. It's like, whoa. Right. I'm thinking it has to be true, and it has to be that guilt. Right. I think it is. That's really I really do believe that's a memory where him and Anders were pretty tight. Oh, I was not happy. And this is basically the point that we finally find out, just after the whole thing with three, because you he blacks out again, that we find out that it's a sim. Because I was like, wait a minute. Even, like, the whole thing with the reading, I'm like, all right, if something's wrong with his brain, I can see that. Although a lot of people were, were tweeting, we learned in Doctor Who that you can't read in a dream. <laughs> like, who and Unite? Uh, but, like, I was, I was happy that, you know, they aren't, the crew of the Raza wasn't all being, like, really weird. But then I was mad that it was this, these scientists screwing with him. Right. But then again, I was happy again that what I was worried about last episode, you know, the secret weapon wasn't six. Cause I was right. worried that it was going to be him doing something, that somehow something was in him and it was going to cause him to like kill everybody. Right. I'm still mad, <laughs> but I'm happy if that makes sense. It's general because <laughs> caused six to kill all those people to begin with. Yeah. I, I was, I was freaked out. I thought that was going to happen. So yay. So we're, we're on the real Raza though. And you know, they're all like, okay, something's not right. What's going on? What should we do? Should we go down there? And you know, they're like, well, there's really bad chemicals. It's toxic. We could die. And then, hey, call waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Anders is like, I got some information for you guys. It's like, girl, let me tell you what I just heard. So it's yeah. kind of funny, but it was great. And I was like, yes, they're going to save the day because then. This is kind of when we get, like, six is like, this isn't real. Something's not right. Why did three know my wife's name? Okay, something's weird. But then suddenly, you know, he wakes up, and the scientists have a gun on him. But the Raza crew comes in, and I'm like, yes! They got right. him! And then I looked at my watch. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's yeah. not even at the halfway mark. Ah, crap. That's basically my whole attitude at that point. <laughs> Like, yes, yes, I go to tweet it. And I'm like, wait, damn it. Right. It's all a lie, isn't it? So I'm like, they got way too much invested in this to suddenly be like, okay, you're saved. Let's go to the next mission. No. And it turns out that is just another part of the sim. Because the scientists are like, well, we really had to go deep because he was starting to fight it. Right. I was so pissed. <laughs> Especially with what's his face ending up on the screen. Hashtag stupid face is his name now. And he's like, haven't you got that information for me yet? Go keep working on it. And the scientists were all like shaking in their pants. But Yeah, Neiman. Thank you. Stupid Neiman. Yeah. Another one of our orphan black alums. <laughs> Still shake my fist at him angrily. What <laughs> <laughs> <One> hell back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it's weird because we're like, yes, it's, everything's awesome. It's normal. And. There's a, Six gets a message about the summit being under attack. It's like, oh, crap, okay, let's go. And he runs to the bridge thinking he's on the Raza and all is good. And he's about to plug in the coordinates until he realizes, what was it? Oh, no, no he had a flashback. flashback. Yeah. yeah. Then he's like, this isn't real. Wah, wah. All right, well, we're all going down. Yeah. I'm taking y'all out with me. It's pretty much, he went nuclear. And... Uh, Heading straight for the sun. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't laugh because that's horrible, but I'm like, um, the off chance that he was wrong, yeah, I would not. hope that like 
the rest of the crew would have jumped him, like literally jumped on him and then like messing with the controls super fast and not, you know, not have five. You're going to kill us all. Uh, right. Weren't you the one but that it, saved us originally? Like way back in episode one? Yeah. Come on, woman. And of course, you see a couple of times where he hits two and knocks her down and he hits the android and knocks her down. And that would never happen. Right. Not Especially in a the android. Come on. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it would probably hurt your hand. Huh. But then again, freaking the hell out. Right. Because he gets up and he's back in the lab. It's like, okay, well, he gets shot. And all you've seen on Twitter is, are you freaking kidding me? Kidding me, yeah. <laughs> Quit killing our people. Yeah, it was like just a long line of a whole bunch of mad people. Right. And I'm like, oh, no, no, come on. Maybe this is fake. Maybe it's really like a you know, shotgun or something. I don't know. And I'm like, he's bleeding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. It was three <laughs> shots straight to the chest, you know, so there was no way Six was going to survive that. And then you have another call. And I love the scientists are like, oh, crap, we're screwed because then it's Neiman. Hashtag stupid face. And all of a sudden he's like, I'm on my way. When he's like, uh, he's dead. The things didn't work out so well. Right. And the scientists look like they're about to pee their pants. Yeah. Or something else. Yeah. And, okay, thank God. It didn't happen. I was so happy, like, other than cussing a lot. Right. Like, I couldn't say much, and I was just so happy. That's like, oh, it's just another sim. And it's him screwing with the one scientist. Right. Yes. Is that wrong that I was happy he was screwing with the other scientist's head? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, my gosh. And he was so much better at it because he was being Neiman. He got demands for their coordinates. And, of course, that's what the Raza needs is the coordinates. So they couldn't get the coordinates out of him, but he didn't, ta- didn't take no time at all for him to get the coordinates out of them. Well, it's exactly what he feared. You know, Neiman coming. It's like, but <laughs> I'd be like, um, two stars to the left. That's where I am. Yeah. <laughs> so the Raza actually comes this time for really real. And I was very happy. Yes. And, of course, Six tells Three to punch him. (laughs) (laughs) And Three takes him right up on it. No hesitation at all. Bam, right in the nose. So at first he's like, well, he's like, no, I need to know. Bam. Oh, okay. I guess it's real. Nice. (sighs) And then, apparently, he contacts Anders. Oh, this was heartbreaking. to go see his wife and son. I totally was sad here. Yes, it was very heartbreaking because he sees his son come out of the building first and then his wife and you hear the son yell dad and it's not at six. It's at another guy. And uh, that was rough. That was so rough. But I mean, how long is this supposed to have been? We don't know, right? Exactly. Right. I mean, uh, kind of estimating from when we saw the his son as a boy in some of the flashbacks, I would probably say it's been four to six years, probably. Oh, so he might not even remember him. Mm-mm. Oh, that's even more heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to cry. <sighs> well. So, of course, the crew uh, welcome him back. Of course, they've got a place for him on there. And he makes the suggestion that 
maybe it's time to ally themselves with Mikai in this war. Even though they're neutral now, eventually Ferris will force their hand. Which is true. Oh, absolutely. Nobody's going to be able to stay out of this. No, not at all. And I thought it was kind of weird, though, that in this episode, two, two goes in to talk to Sarah. Yes. And Which really weird. Yeah, I'm like, I don't remember them knowing, supposed to have known each other. Not really. Or is it just supposed to be because she's on the ship or part of the ship? Yeah, I'm assuming that two figures that she should at least introduce herself. And, and Sarah seemed to know her. So I think while she was still alive, she did meet the whole crew. Oh, okay. And I think part of it also was that three seemed sad about the whole situation. Uh, since now he's Sarah's entire world and that's a lot for him to handle. So I think that kind of pushed two to at least go say hi, mm -hmm. which she did. And then we see three back with Sarah wondering what he did to Rio to make him hate him so bad. I have a theory, but okay. go ahead. Let's finish this first. And of course, Sarah rolls over and gets this real strange look on her face and in her eyes. And you kind of go, Sarah must know something. Okay, so you ready for my tinfoil hat theory? Oh, absolutely. Because after three says, you know, after Rio found out about his past, he avoided me like he didn't want to tell me something. Right. And Sarah gets that look, but three doesn't see it. I was thinking that it was, in fact, not three, but something about Sarah. Ooh. And then that's why Sarah, like, didn't say anything. And she's just like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry, he was weird, you know, that maybe Sarah was, like, losing it at some point or tried to hurt three. I don't know, but I think it it's Sarah, not three. Okay. So, and especially the way she starts acting. Right. And then this weird thing that we see with Android, that just in the middle yeah. of the night, she wakes up and she's walking around. She's opening every one of the doors. Now, how, okay, I understand being a heavy sleeper. But those doors aren't quiet. No. <laughs> and then at the point, and this is the other reason that I, I feel like my theory might be right. She's in Three's room and suddenly has a gun on him. Right. And then she, you know, like puts it down and walks away. I'm wondering if somehow, because Sarah is evolving her habitat, I don't know how else to say it. Right. And somehow she's able to, since she's part of the computer, get into Android. And because Three thinks... You know, Rio knows something, but it was him that, in fact, it was her and that she's considering having to take him out before he finds out what it is that Sarah did. But, like, she can only access Android when she's, like, down, you know, like, in sleep mode or whatever. I totally agree with part of that because <laughs> I def as soon as we see Android wake up and start going through the to the crew's quarters, I immediately thought it was Sarah. Mm-hmm. There was almost no doubt in my mind, and especially when she pulled the gun on three and then put it down, it was like, okay, there's some conflict going in that going on in that head. Mm -hmm. Androids trying to fight back. So, yeah, this is going to get quite interesting quite quickly, I'm afraid. Yeah, not necessarily in a good way. No. All right. No, not at all. 
And the way things are progressing, let's see, we're just now over halfway through the season. I'm not 100% sure we're going to see a big battle scene this season. Yeah, because we kind of predicted that early. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure we're going to, though. So, uh, we'll see. It might be a battle scene, but a battle scene in in a computer land between Sarah and Android somehow. All right. Well, folks, we do hope you're enjoying this. Please rate and review us on iTunes and any other platform you're listening to us on. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. We hope you're telling your friends about the show and the podcast, and we hope that when you're tweeting, you're tweeting with us at FGZ Podcast, but that you are, of course, hashtagging the show because that makes a difference, especially looking for another season. So hashtag Dark Matter. Don't forget that. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk number 90, holy crap, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Apparently there is a fate worth than death, and it's Commander Neiman of the Ferris Corp. Until next time. <laughs>